Welcome to Pass It On with CWR Talent. I'm CWR, and this is my podcast dedicated to helping our aspiring leaders and mentors. We're sharing the valuable experience and advice of some of the most successful executives in my network. My specialty? Discover talent and pass it on. That's it. In simpler terms, I'm a headhunter with a twist. If you want to increase your knowledge, build resilience, or simply polish your soft skills in order to lead at the next level, my guests are all happy to share what works and what doesn't. It's honest, it's forward motion, and future thinking. We like it. Catch our latest episodes that drop Sundays at 12 p.m. GMT London time. And whether you're in London, New York, Lima, Paris, Perth, or Dubai, you'll find us on all platforms where podcasts live. We appreciate each and every listener, and we hope you'll share it with your family, friends, and colleagues. Here we go. Welcome. I'm CWR. And on today's pod, we're going to get at the heart of the future of our hospitality industry. Students. Whether at an exclusive hotel school in Switzerland or a local government-sponsored hospitality management program, one thing is clear. Our young aspiring leaders want and frankly expect more for their time and dedication to our business and ultimately from us, its leaders. Why is that? The world of helicopter parents and instant gratification on a smartphone has changed forever the essence of patience and accepting to wait one's turn. Accepting to serve an increasingly frustrated, irritated, and demanding customer who is sick of masks and isolation and the abuse that can ensure when you have to enforce a mask policy to an unwilling public. It's no longer just about wanting to be of service to others and curate exceptional experiences. It's about pandemics, extreme hygiene, and trying to stay open. When young people see other industries thriving during adversity, they are quick to cut loose and bail to another career track. We're back to that instant gratification thing again. You've really got to love it to cope with all the changes being asked of each and every hospitality worker of any category these days. Are students willing to pay their dues? What do they think their dues should be? Should people who feel they should be waited on choose a career in service, how best to reach and influence our students to show them we mean business when we promise a career in hospitality. What do they really want? Here to talk to us about the biggest challenge facing us all for the future of our industry is one of my favorite hotel school and talent specialists, Mathieu Mioche. Mathieu joins us from Lyon, France today. Mathieu has had an interesting track to date. Bringing his expertise and passion for talent management, lifelong learning and leadership development, Mathieu has had his career in numerous roles across the people functions of HR and talent. Most recently, he spent eight years working at Les Roches, one of the most reputable hotel schools in Switzerland, in numerous roles, including global career development and industry placement manager. No one knows the student bodies and alumni better than Mathieu Mioche. In addition, he brings a unique and rare knowledge of the Eastern European, Russian, Middle East, and Africa, and U.S. hospitality markets. He's even fluent in English, French, and Czech. When he came to London, this French guy showed up for an interview, 
and applied to join my international team at a major search firm from the Czech Republic for EMEA in the Americas. I saw then what I see now, a very good judge of character, a love of the industry, and an astute judge of the values we must hold dear to give a future in hospitality to our students and many of whom who are our children. Let's see what Mathieu has to say about what we can do better for our future aspiring leaders. Welcome, Mathieu, to Pass It On. Hello, Corinne. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, it's my pleasure, Mathieu. I'm really glad to hear from you today. We've got a lot of questions, and all these questions rotate around hotel school students. Are today's students willing to pay their dues and start at the bottom, or do they want everything now? Well, I've been lucky enough uh, to, um, to witness, you know, from many different hospitality schools. I will rather call them hospitality schools than hotel schools. That's true. That's what they are learning uh, at first, but uh, it's all about the world of service and, and hospitality is attached to it. And then Back to those dues, uh, indeed, it obviously varies from students to students. Okay, mm. meaning less the type of school, if it's private or public, it all starts from first, is it really the student interest to join this specific school or field of studies? Or is it the parents' interest to make them join uh. this specific school? I think this is this has to be very clear uh, at first. I mean, I, I've been lucky myself to go into this field because I really wanted it. And uh, I really uh, had my parents, you know, backing me up to go into that field. But I've witnessed the fact that there is, yes, students that uh, are going into hospitality and it's wonderful. But um, sometimes at first, this is not clearly, you know, their first intention. And that makes obviously these two cases, either if it's their own interest or parents' interest, it makes the entire student life, career development, and those famous dues very different from one to another, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and those dues, meaning that becoming a leader, uh, we all agree, takes time, okay? And all generation considered, we all want to reach the top to... I mean, fairly rapidly uh, to make, you know, obviously an ideal uh, living standard as fast as possible. And again, uh, don't make me wrong. It, it's obvious and natural to aim for so. However, uh, researches and, and studies uh, can back it up. There, there is a real, uh, unfortunately, lack of patience. Uh, we are all um, in the same pot at the end of the day. Uh, that actually takes time to climb the mountain uh, at their own pass. I mean, and I, I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter really if they goes uh, they go alone on that trek. But most of them, uh, including parents, still believe that sometimes it will just happen overnight, and that they will get on this uh, super luxury lifestyle, you know, private jet, and directly land on the top. And we can all agree that no, unfortunately, it, it takes time to uh, to 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 get there. It certainly does. And, and, and when they, they graduate from a Swiss hotel school, which is, you know, which are the best of the best in the world, mm. what, what are their expectations for that first move outside of the school? Well, I mean, um, first of all, they all want, you know, to uh, become uh, managers. OK, that, that's clear, which is great because we, we need managers. We need leaders. OK, let's put it also in this way. Um, and then technically, 
they, they, they joined those famous uh, Swiss hospitality schools because they know that they can obviously, or that's what actually is written, that they can become a manager rapidly. Uh, the main reason mm-hmm. for aiming to management, as I said before, uh, rapid return into a schooling investment. Um, I won't share any tuition fees here, but uh, they are <laughs> not a secret and they are, you know, technically uh, uh, fairly high. However, and, and also because getting access to managing people apparently is cool, okay, and, and goes along after, you know, with a, a certain financial reward, because when you're a manager, technically, uh, the money that goes with it, but you have also the troubles uh, that we all know. Uh, mm-hmm. But the rapid return into investment push them also to look at, let's say, first companies that will really help them to grow uh, rapidly. Uh, so that's why brands and um, Pretty much all of them uh, have started to create in the early 90s uh, those famous uh, management training uh, programs that uh, make them, you know, growing with uh, with the company. So in terms of expectation, they, they look at uh, companies that, uh, again, will make them growing faster, meaning we look at the world of startups, okay, that they believe right. uh, in, the, in the rapid professional growth. And and amount of responsibilities that, including managing, uh, that they are they are looking after. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about about that you know aspect of it. They're looking for managerial responsibilities, and they can get them at a fairly junior level, at a supervisory level. You know there are these opportunities, but do you get the feeling uh, that? there are any hotel companies who actually still have this fast track. That's my question because the the hotel schools in general have great relationships with all, all the, uh, the best brands, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, do, but do those brands deliver what we're talking about? Yes, I mean, uh, they do. But uh, again, uh, developing someone, and again, I go back to uh, the path and the resilience uh, attached to the the people development, uh, is that um, those management trainings, uh, there is only few of them. And uh, the main reason is because uh, it takes time. It takes, obviously, a lot of energy, a lot of uh, meaning, you know, for the company to really escort those uh, graduates to technically develop themselves rapidly into the company. Um, They have to be assigned, uh, each of them, with a a tutor, uh, which in most of uh, the companies is generally the general manager of the property and so on. So, uh, yes, I mean, they, they are definitely willing and they really want to have, you know, these um, uh, kids to develop rapidly and to uh, obviously support uh, the succession planning, because uh, let's put it this way. I mean, there is uh, a lot of leaders, again, that, um, well, will retire anytime soon. And those baby boomers, as we call them, uh, and we, we mm-hmm. need to have those leaders, you know, to, uh, uh, to, to follow their leads or at least to take over. So, so yes, uh, those management training positions, um, there is only a few of them. They are usually extended to a private Swiss uh, hotel management school, which is fine. But again, uh, you have to, uh, uh, as I said, uh, understand and for students that might eventually listen uh, to this podcast, you know, that there is only few of those positions available. But 
again, uh, is as uh, I remember from uh, executive from Four Seasons, you know, and so on, who uh, naturally came to recruit uh, the students for their management training program. They've always expressed the fact that uh, yes, it's one way, but this is not the only way. And again, uh, starting from the bottom, uh, it's definitely also possible to. Uh, I would say climb the ladders. Uh, I won't say as fast as if, if you were on the original MIT program, but again, uh, there is a possibility and that goes, you know, again, you have to be patient. And uh, even on the management training program, you have to be patient. Uh, they are signed for 18 to 24 months. So technically we're talking, not talking about weeks. Uh, so it required also to uh, give double amount of uh, efforts uh, to, uh, to, to become those leaders. Besides their expectations professionally, what they expect, but do you ever get the feeling that some individuals, like you say, their parents may be sending them to hotel school because their parents are in the hotel industry, like many of us who have mm -hmm. children who eventually land in it one way or the other. But do you get the feeling that, you know, from seeing in the student body, do you feel there are some individuals that that come into service, but not realizing that you actually have to serve other people? And it, and it, and it, and you find some individuals who who dislike serving others, and and you why they're in the business. Do you think they should be in service, or or how do you get around that? Well, I mean, uh, we we've seen a, a lot of schools, and again, uh, I, I'm not here to blame anyone, but uh, uh, if you look at certain private schools that have. Um, literally um, almost and are tempted to um, ban certain words okay when they when it comes to recruit you know uh, certain students uh, because technically um, they were called hotel management schools and and they're on their program uh, we were talking about um, operations service and so on and and these words you know obviously a certain type of students, and again, don't make me wrong, I'm, I'm not putting all of them in the, in the same basket, but uh, yes, service is something that uh, apparently um, is something that uh, all parents or all kids, you know, are willing, you know, to go for. But again, and I'm sure you agree with me, Corinne, this is the essence of hospitality. Uh, yes. Again, uh, service is, is, is yeah, I don't want to say it's getting lost into translation, but indeed there is nowadays, for example, more interest into culinary, um, for example, thanks to programs like Top Chef, uh, our yeah. dear Gordon Ramsay and so on that have turned, you know, both chefs and, and food preparation into art of life. But uh, yes. obviously today... I look at um, more vocational schools, uh, whether private or um, uh, or public, that they have really the hardest time to find and to recruit students to go on their service program. Service meaning in the restaurant or even in the front of house uh, at the reception, um, because well, yeah, I guess um, um, service is uh, something that maybe they have hard time you know to cope with and uh, and uh, or maybe hard time to forget that yes they won't be the guest anymore <laughs> yes i think there's there's the big dramatic switch but some some people do just love it and you can tell i mean you and i can tell when we're interviewing someone who loves service and just loves the industry it comes out i mean how best could we reach and influence these students and show them we mean business when we promise a career in hospitality. You know, what do they really want? Is mm -hmm. compensation part of it? Is it about their hours? I mean, is it to have a guaranteed uh, fast track? 
Well, I mean, um, I would say compensations, uh, I mean, salary and hours, I won't say they, that they are so important, but and for sure not, uh, you know, at top of their priorities um, because if you go in any other industry if you really love what you do technically work it number of hours and we all know uh, even some other industries except maybe I don't know if you go to uh, certain uh, uh, conversations uh, it doesn't happen from a day to another but um, I, I think you know to re to answer your question how to reach you know and influence you know students um, I think you have to go uh, really physically at the source, okay, meaning in the school, getting involved more, you know, for example, with uh, their learning journey, okay, not just being, okay, there is the school, and then boom, you jump into the work life. I think if we want to prepare uh, the futures and, and the students uh, and fresh graduates to really um, appreciate world of um, the working life, uh, you, you have really to already start and embed uh, their learning journey. Um, for example, uh, they welcome industry partners uh, for um, their career day. This is a great exercise. Uh, and I, um, this, first of all, shouldn't happen, you know, just twice a year. It should be more frequent. Uh, the same as um, applied research projects that uh, uh, students are required to um, accomplish uh, in solo or in groups uh, should be even more frequent. Uh, and so not just part of uh, uh, their curriculum. Okay, we've done the project, tick the box, you got the credit, and that's it. Uh, I think um, it's really time. And, uh, and I know that there are tremendous efforts that have been done from a lot of schools and a lot of uh, companies to really um, blend their learning by um, technically together uh, and not only uh, taking students for internships uh, and so on, but really to, yeah, for them to, to work hand in hands uh, and to have school and the students will understand what it is to really go into the work life uh, and also for um, the, the companies to adjust uh, also based on um, the, the new trends and the, the new trends of those generations that definitely look the work uh, a bit differently than we do. Definitely. And in attracting those people as well, they look at it through different means than, than the than the traditional uh, way in the advent of social media. Mm. I mean, can retain new talent of these populations. Like the, what are our three most important needs, I would say, of our hotel mm. students to wrap our heads around? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, first I will start. Uh, either you will like it or not, okay? But uh, <laughs> with the current situation, uh, employees today hold a position of power. And they know it. Uh, and any companies do need to be prepared to think differently on the people piece. That's mm -hmm. that's something that uh, we have to be really, you know, cautious and uh, and really to and to be concerned. So um, again, how do we engage teams once again um, and support the development of those uh, who do want to excel? Well, I think first, when you think about attraction, uh, it all goes down. I would say first to show and tell them about your business history, foundation, and purpose. Forget about 
you know, some of the values and pillars, you know, that uh, you think are cool, but at the end, everybody are trying to having the same, uh, but uh, because they are very obvious and, uh, and they will, those values, they will become obvious if you know how to chant uh, your, your, your business. Uh, be personal, either on your social media content, um, make also very short um, content in terms of social media to uh, really um, trying to motivate or to inspire. Um, uh, they, they want to have short snapshots uh, of what you give them. Um, or also when you recruit in schools, forums, uh, or even better, when you invite them physically to uh, experience your business. You, you have to really show that personal aspect of, uh, of hospitality and be personalized very much. Um, also, expose alumni. Uh, alumni mm -hmm. is not only uh, people that uh, are leaving a school. Uh, I know that some hotel groups are starting to also create their alumni community. And... Um, and these ambassadors and alumni uh, make sure that they are part of the recruitment process, regardless their position in the company. They are, as I said, your best ambassadors. And they will tell really uh, to please, they will make sure that the message um, uh, that they send across uh, reach them uh, professionally um, with uh, obviously a, a lot of um, ethic, a lot of passion uh, and a lot of care. Um, also, listening uh, one of your uh, previous, you know, podcasts on interviews, um, make mm -hmm. sure you really limit the amount of interviews. Uh, make a proper screening, uh, a very authentic one. As, as, as uh, but try to avoid, you know, those ridiculous four, five, six round of interviews. Uh, I, I think you know um, it, it's important to uh, understand that um, as we are obviously losing talents we have also to we are also an industry that move fast and that can technically take risk to uh, recruit people and then uh, the truth tell them the truth uh, show them show them even your data i think in difficult times uh, like um, uh, um, if your business is in trouble and so on the ones that are still in your company uh, be open be as you know transparent as possible and that and that's mainly for the attraction. Uh, for reading, I would say, always, um, and I'm sure you will agree, I mean, from your HR background, uh, it all starts, you know, from the onboarding. And, uh, and I think there have been uh, a lot of lack of attention uh, and processes sometimes around onboarding. You need to make your onboarding a priority and turn it into almost a, a one-lifetime experience, regardless uh, your urgent business needs. Uh, making them feeling part of a family during that um, uh, onboarding will limit their intention to cancel on you as if you were just co-workers. So that technically onboarding uh, will reduce uh, the turnover and, and retain them. That's one. Uh, give them also opportunity to grow uh, as a leader with a number one focus, which should be their people skills learning. Um, at the end, you know that better than me, Corinne, it's all about people. The more you know how to um, read people, to people, um, then the, uh, technically your business is going gonna, is gonna to grow. Uh, make sure that I know that we all, we all of us love that. And it's not only the new generation. Uh, make sure you reward them and never forget to praise 
meaning won't just go such a long way as a proper thank you. Thank you, I think, is an easy word to say, but uh, I've seen and I've witnessed so many times that, unfortunately, uh, some proper thank you are not even extended. Uh, make, obviously, their well-being a priority because this is a priority for them, okay? The, this uh, famous work-life balance. Uh, and uh, make that as a priority for your business. And also, I've seen that in many companies that are willing to do that, uh, create and implement a program such as uh, uh, Life My Job, Vimon Job. Uh, it means that you make um, your staff for one or two days going across maybe other divisions, department, and that will increase ultimately their affiliation to the brand. It will develop the team spirits and you will eventually discover some hidden talents or calling. Um, and Again, I was talking about uh, succession planning. Uh, that will also maybe help your succession planning in a way. I think these very words, Mathieu, and I thank you very much for agreeing to join me today on Pass It On and share what you've learned so far. Thank you. So uh, my real pleasure. And uh, again, um, uh, I really that uh, uh, the, the, the world of uh, hospitality education and the world of uh, industry have uh, a, a long way still to go. But uh, I can only really appreciate the um, efforts uh, that we are all trying, you know, to make that as linked as, uh, as possible and, uh, and making this learning and lifelong learning for uh, students and for all of us uh, a rewarding journey for sure. I agree. Thanks very much, Mathieu, and we'll speak soon. Thank you so much, Gor. Thank you for listening. We hope you'll give us a like. Please tick follow for notifications of our latest episodes on the platform of your choice. This has been Pass It On with CWR Talent. Pass it on.